Recording from Studio 262 in the AOB, you're tuned in to What the Howl, an inside look at UWG athletics straight from the source. Now here are your hosts, Matt Cook and Jared Boggess. Happy Monday. Welcome in your favorite West Georgia Wolves podcast. Maybe the only one. I'm not really sure. What the Howl, episode 21. I'm Jared Boggess, along with my co-host. Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome here at the University of West Georgia. Nice intro there, Matt. You sound like you've rehearsed that 21 I, times at least. I just felt like uh, sounding like the um, the guy at the end of the car commercials. Very nicely done. You know, because you, when you say the University of West Georgia, you know, you, you kind of have to end it with that, that kind of West Georgia. Yeah. You know that. You may may have some public address experience under your belt as well. Every now and then. Every now and then. Thanks for tuning in, everybody, here on episode 21. And before we get too far in the episode, on a serious note, our thoughts and prayers are with our friend Mitch Gray. I'm sure everybody listening knows the situation now, had a stroke and is in ICU at Grady. But all thoughts and prayers to Mitch and Diane and the whole family. Serious situation, and uh, it's weighed heavy on us this week. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I've known I've known him for 20 years. I would consider him like a like a father figure to me, um, uh, or a really close uncle. Really close uncle. Yeah, that's a great description. I'm going to start calling him Uncle Mitch. <laughs> uncle Mitch. So, so our friend Uncle Mitch. It has definitely been a a, a trying week for the Gray family, um, and for the West Georgia family. Uh, all of us are hurting yeah. for them. I, I'm telling you, it, I've gotten so much, Jared. I've gotten so much response, and so many people uh, calling me, texting me, sending me messages on Facebook. Uh, just really wanting to know what's going on, and I'll tell you what: more than anything else, people want to want to know how to help. Absolutely, and, and how to how to help how to help the Gray family. I give. I, I'll tell you what: the biggest question I get is, what's how, that? "How is Alex?" Yep. Alex, if you don't know, is is Mitch's uh, Mitch's son, and and he has had some health issues throughout his life. He's he's um, he has uh, what's called hydrocephalus, and he is. Um, he is wheelchair bound. He has his his good buddy Ricky. Uh, Ricky is a, is his dog. It's a Chihuahua. So that's pronounced Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But but um but he and Ricky are pretty well inseparable. But this week they have been kind of in separate places, um and I know that is I, I it it weighs heavily on on Alex and the dog actually. The dog is really really struggling with that uh, from what I from what I've been told. But but Mitch is in ICU. Um, there are de- there are details and updates that are going, uh, you know, once or twice a day now, on Mitch's Caring Bridge site. Um, you can go to our website uwgsports.com. There is a story about Mitch's uh, Mitch's incident. It it just gives you a link to that uh, Caring Bridge site. And like you said, we want to know. We want everybody to know. Our thoughts and prayers are with him, and um, they are not at all worried about people who reach out to them they 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 love all of the support that they've gotten and uh they actually have if you'd like to send a card like a like a get well card or you know we're thinking about you card i you there is a p.o box as well on the website and it's also on the caring bridge page but um but there's a p.o box that you can send all of that too and honestly look diane is in at grady hospital like uh, she's but she's having to stay a mile away with all the covid uh, all the covid stuff that, that's going on she can't go in and see him she but she is um they've got her a hotel room that's about a, a little bit less than a mile away so my what i would say is she needs like gift cards for food and Absolutely. And, and things like that so um we as a west georgia family need to come together and support this family 
Mitch has done so much for the West Georgia family. 40 years. This will be year 40 of Mitch behind the microphone uh, here at West Georgia um, in West Georgia football. 1981 was when he started uh, calling football games, and he's done football and basketball. Everybody loves Mitch Gray. I, I don't know anybody who, who does not. And, and so we need to come together as a West Georgia family and support him and his family. And uh, anything you can do is, uh, is greatly appreciated. There are multiple ways. They're, they're on the Caring Bridge site, there is, um, there is a PayPal way to, to help if you want to help financially. There's also a GoFundMe page that has been set up by the Kane Law Firm out of Tallapoosa. Um, Diane told me that the Kane Law Firm has really, really done some outstanding things for, the, for their family already. And a lot of the stuff they did without Diane and them knowing. They just did it because they knew what needed to be done. So yeah. shout out to the to the Kane Law Firm. We really appreciate everything that you've done for that family and, and the, the things that you're continuing to do. But go to that Caring Bridge page, uh, support Mitch and his family with the GoFundMe or the or the PayPal. Uh, send him a send him a letter and and if you can send send a send a little gift card where where Diane can get can get some get some food get some get something to eat because she's going to be there for for it's it, there is a long while that that's going to be this is going to be going on so yeah and, and like Matt said the the Caring Bridge site's linked on our website wgsports.com go to the the story it's a picture of Mitch on the field during the Hall of Fame induction in 2013 um, go there. It's linked there. Also, if you got to this podcast on Twitter or Facebook, just keep scrolling down on the feed, and you'll see that story linked on or the, the link on Twitter for that. So, yeah, just continue to keep them in your thoughts and prayers. All right, moving along, we promised we promised a shout-out in return for five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, if you remember. So here we go. Shout-out to SmithBo7. Left us a five-star rating, and we'll read it because it's a great review. Best coverage of West Georgia athletics in the universe. The assistant athletic director of Awesome, that's you, Matt, and the guy that just works there, that's me, offer insights into the program, coaches, student athletes, and staff that you cannot find anywhere else. And you know, they are kind of funny, too. No way. Yeah, he thinks we're funny, and he can't wait for the mention in this episode. So there you go. There's your mention. Thank you for leaving a review and doing your part and helping us here at What the How and get the podcast shared. Okay, so Smithbo. I want to know, beyond anything else, which podcast you've listened to from Jupiter. What? We're the best podcast in the universe. <laughs> True. He did say that. If we're the best podcast in the universe, then then there must be something on Jupiter or Pluto. Or, Pl- is or, Pluto a planet? No. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Pl- did, Pluto's didn't like it a go star. From, didn't yeah. it go from it, uh, planet it got, status to non-planet status? Yeah. And back to planet status? I, I'm not sure, but I'm downgrading. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of showing my age with that because... Pluto, uh, Pluto yeah. was a planet when I was growing up. Um, but it was a planet when I was growing up, but I'm not as old as you. So. Or there's also Uranus. Yeah, that one too. But anyway, let's let's end that tangent now before it gets way too far gone. But yeah, we'll do some research on Pluto. If, if it's still a planet, maybe we'll bring you the answer on the next episode. But let's keep moving. Let's talk about today's episode. Episode 21, we're going to recap the week's stories like we always do. And, and we've, we're going to talk GSC All-Decade teams for men's and women's golf. Men's basketball signee, Dave Moore and the Wolves, um, adding to the roster and the signing class. And then we also uh, released the volleyball schedule. So we'll talk about that. And at the conclusion, we're going to talk tennis all-decade team brought to you by the Scott Evans Automotive Group. Uh, Scott Evans, what a great group. Uh, Steve Stackler and the and the crew there and uh, and Scott Evans. Scott Evans is, is at a lot of different things. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing them. I, I, they're usually in, in the golf tournament 
um, and that's this Thursday or this Friday. Yes, Friday. Friday. It's Sunset Hills. Sunset Hills is mo- it's moving this year. We're we're sad about that. We're we're sad that it's moving. Um, the go- the golf tournament is moving to Sunset Hills. It's a one year thing. They're they're um the the crew at, at Oak, Oak Mountain. Mountain. That's the other golf course. Sorry, w- words are hard today. <laughs> um, but uh, the the crew at Oak Mountain, is, there's uh, they're changing the greens to a different type of green. Yeah, and so uh, they did not want to diminish the experience for any of our fans. So they worked. They actually worked it out with Sunset Hills to have this this uh, tournament moved. Um, so we'll be back at, at at Oak Mountain next year, and uh, and ha- and excited to to be back there. But Hey, Justin uh, Japur and the team at Sunset Hills, they do a fantastic job. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, to this Friday, um, and it'll be a lot of fun. All right, so let's start with our recap. We'll, we'll, we'll begin with men's basketball and signing of Jalen Sasser. Matt, you wrote that release. You did the research. So I'm going to let you talk about Jalen Sasser. Um, Jalen Sasser is a six foot twenty-seven. I erased that, too, <laughs> before you got there. I noticed the typo on the script, and you said it. And as, as I was erasing it, he's six seven, not six twenty seven. <laughs> six foot twenty seven inch, um, six foot seven inch, two hundred fifteen pound forward. This um, and he 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 actually is uh, from Allen Community College. Now he's been to two different places. He's been to um, Allen Community College, and he also was in as a, at a junior college in Arkansas, which is where he's from. Yeah, originally Arcan- Little Rock played at Little yeah. Rock Central, right? High and, school, and so. He averaged 6.2 points and 4.3 rebounds per game last season. Two years ago, he it would been it was about the same 6.5 and uh, 5.5 uh, rebounds. So um, he is he is dev- he is an exciting player. He, he, I've watched some film on him. He is uh, he's he's kind of a flyer. He can he, he can he can really get up there. He's not much, he's not going to be much of a shooter. He's going to be more of an inside player. But but that's Dave Moore's background. Yep. You know he he was. He was in charge of, of bringing along the big men at uh, at St. Bonaventure before he came here. So I'm excited to see what he's going to be able to do with Jalen. And we bring him in with, with uh, Travion Robinson and uh, – Cole Fisher. Cole Fisher, yes, um, as our signing class. And, and that will be the, the end of the signing class. Good good players all around. I'm, I'm excited to see what they're going to do and how they're going to mesh with the, uh, with the returning players. And – yeah, of course, one of those returners being second-team All-GSC, Seth Brown-Carter. Seth Brown-Carter. Kadeem Jones. K- Kadeem actually probably was was all-conference worthy, uh, but he, he missed a couple of games here and there. Um, but he, I, he he had a lot of 20-point games this year. We, we had several guys that could go for 20. Arante Anderson. Yeah, and it, you say he could have been an all-conference. It's so hard to be all-conference in basketball because you're talking about the 10 best players Correct. in the league. Correct. And I mean, that's that's – it's harder to do than, you know, say the top 30 people on a baseball. But his points per, per game average was only about a point or a point and a half below Seth. Yep. So so we there is some scoring already on the team. Arante, he can light it up. He's a, he's a double figure guy on 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 any given any given night. So uh and and um Cole is a shooter. Uh Travion is is going to um do a lot to to help push the push the uh the tempo with 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 Orante and then um, and Jalen will be there in the middle. Uh, I think we got a really good, really good nucleus coming back, and, and this group is going to really help. Well, that'll be fun to see this November as we begin year three of the Dave Moore era, right? Year three, absolutely. 
All right, moving on, Gulf South Conference All-Decade Men's Golf. We had two honorees on the men's side. Corey Evans was second team. Barrett Waters was honorable mention. Um, we, we talked about this when we did our All-Decade team back in May, I believe. Uh, Corey Evans is the only three-time All-GSC Men's Golf selection in UWG history. Played in the regional four times all four years of his career, including the back-to-back team appearances. And the first one, um, I believe it was 2015, was the first one in school history the mm-hmm. team made. So, right. big part of golf history at West Georgia. And then Barrett Waters, he played three years here before turning pro, and he was the second-ever men's golf All-American after earning that distinction in 2016. And also a, a pretty pretty fantastic beard. Yes, yes. He had that fun story about Barrett Waters. I actually met him before I started working here in the summer of 2013 when I was working on the Hurricane Junior Golf Tour. Right. And he had a, a beard then. Mm-hmm. None of the other guys on that tour had a beard, but right. he did. Yeah. And, of course, if you ever saw his dad, he had a beard. Like, you've seen Duck Dynasty beards? Yeah. His beard was like that. Wow. So, yeah, he, he got it, honestly. Did, was he good with duck calls? I have no idea. Oh, okay. All right, women's golf GSC All-Decade had four representatives and pretty much dominated between us and West Florida um, on the All-Decade team. But, yeah. you know, we, we've talked about it a couple of times. Francisca Brim, um, she, she was first team, easy selection, and we kind of thought she had a chance to be player of the decade. But remember last episode I said I think her not ever advancing to regionals is going to hurt her, and mm-hmm. I think that's what it was because you looked at the ballot and Paloma Vaccaro from West Florida, who was player of the decade – um, she was the national runner-up one year. Right. So that's hard to argue with. But Brim, again, we've, we've talked about it so many times, three-time GSE Player of the Year. Twice did she win the Gulf South Conference Individual Medalist Commissioner's Trophy. So just a fantastic representative of West Georgia in her time here. Yeah. But first team all decade for her. And then Stephanie Bennett, also first team. Um, she was two-time GSE Player of the Year. A first in that string, we had like – five years where we won the player of the year in like a six-year stretch or something she was two of those Fran was three and Stephanie also GSC medalist in 2015 and was the first West Georgia golfer to ever reach the NCAA postseason and then and then we we had two um, honorable mentions as well we did Maria Torres she's uh one of the more recent ones uh three-time all GSC and member of the, uh, the GSC championship team in 2017 and she finished second in that tournament yep so um so she was she was kind of the runner-up there in the GSC, and then Sarah Ross was was honorable mention all all, um, all decade as well. I can talk; words are hard today. They are, and sometimes it's math, sometimes it's words. You never know. Yeah, just flip a coin. Sarah Ross is an interesting is interesting with that because um, with all the success of Fran Brim, Stephanie Bennett, Maria Torres, um, some of the others that we that we've had a lot of success with in recent years, we forget about um, Sarah Ross because she was a four time GSC. Uh, four-time All-GSC selection, but there's a different distinction with that. Do you know what it is? Three of those were a first team. Well, that that is part of it, but that's not. She the was the first ever to do that. Wasn't she, she was the first ever in in women's golf to 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 do that in the GSC. So Boom. so that and that's part of why she was. Uh, I, I believe that she was voted in um, in this because she that that's historic. You know, it, she she was a historic golfer here at West Georgia. So and that's why that's part of why her picture's on the wall still. The pi- her picture is on the wall. I can mm-hmm. confirm that. I took that picture. So proud. It was it, I I can't tell you how excited I was when the ball was in the picture. Like it, if you don't know, I'll give you a visual. She's hitting the ball out of the sand and um and I've got like you can see half of her body and you can see the ball kind of right in front of her eyes. Um and there's sand kind of flying up. 
It's a gorgeous shot. Story time. When I had my senior pictures made in high school, we had some done at the golf course because I was on the golf team. Right. wasn't very good, but I was on the golf team, and we tried to recreate that picture for a senior picture where I'm hitting the ball out of the bunker, mm-hmm. and I couldn't get it perfect. Mm-hmm. So the photographer was like, just hit as much sand as possible, and I'll Photoshop the ball in. Nice. It turned did out to be a cool pick. Did but, it really? Yeah, but the ball was Photoshopped. And, we've, and I've seen you play golf before. It's bad. You hit the ball way up in the air. It's bad. You do good. You You've just, seen me play top golf. Top golf, yes. But it's golf. It's swinging a club. Maybe we should live stream our next top golf outing. That'd be fun. It would be fun. That would be fun. All but right. Jared hits the ball way up in the air. I hit the I hit the back of the net. Jared hits the sky. One's harder than the other. We'll <laughs> let you figure it out. All right, moving on from golf. We also released the volleyball schedule last week. And anytime we're talking twenty twenty and the fall schedules, we're gonna remain positive until we're told that we can't be positive. Mm-hmm. So as of now, they're happening. Volleyball schedule release, we're playing twenty three games over twenty dates. Just we talked about some of the games when we did the most anticipated games of twenty twenty um a couple episodes back. One of those was the Augusta game. Mm-hmm. Um that's our first, you know, standalone game. We've got the tri match and the tournament. Um but yeah, the whole schedule is on UWGsports.com now. So if you want Want more info on that? Check it out there, right? Home opener is September 22nd against the Lee Flames. And 20 dates, that's an interesting um, kind of change with everything. Usually we play about 30 games in in volleyball. There'll only be 23 games this year uh, due to the COVID outbreak and coronavirus. Try, trying to keep um, trying to keep everything. Finances are, are, are challenging in D2 all around the nation. Yep. And so – uh, in trying to 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 help out, help out with that, the NCAA made some made some cutbacks, and so volleyball is allowed 20, 20 dates, which means that they can play the tri match, they can play a tournament, and and still play two two or three matches in a day. Yep. Um, and so that that's kind of how you get uh, twenty three games. So, looking forward to it. Valdosta State at home, September twenty sixth. You definitely want to going to come see that. Yeah, anytime we play Valdosta, anything at home, that's that's one people are looking at. Circle your calendar, September twenty sixth at the Coliseum. Mask up and let's go. That's right. All right. So moving on, let's talk tennis all decade team. As we tell you all summer that we've been doing these, our all decade teams are brought to you by Scott Evans Automotive. We've already talked about them. Just want to give them another shout out. But let's start. We got six people to talk about. Two of those were all GSC. We talked about it last episode. We didn't have anybody eligible for the Gulf South Conference All-Decade Team because nobody was first team. But Sierra Brown was second team in 2015. She played uh, 2014 to 17 was her time span here. And first all-time in career singles and doubles victories on, in the record books. Best all-time winning percentage. Had 11 wins in 2015, which is a single-season school record. So, easy pick to be on the All-Decade Team. And I think somebody like a Tamiya Commodore and some of the some of the some of the the up and coming tennis is is on the rise here at West Georgia. There there there's uh, there's some things that Michael Coleman is doing and and some fundraising that's come in and uh, and things are looking looking strong. But uh, yeah, Sierra Brown uh, one one of the best ever. Eleven wins in 2015 school record. Uh, she was she was fun fun to watch. Um, she she played I believe at number five if I'm not mistaken uh, either either number four or number five um, for for the bulk of her career good player glad glad to have her on this list then you've got Jordan England who was who was our other All GSC performer in the last ten years second team in 2016 she is ninth all time in singles wins played from 2016 to 2018 yeah that's only three years you know Sierra was leading career victories 
um, with a four-year career, and Jordan did not play that last year. Right. Uh, so that's why she's down at ninth, but still a great player for us. Right. And then uh, our next one is 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 a favorite in, in our hearts because she was part of one of the funniest commercials we ever did, um, and that's uh, Gabby Chanthafang. Uh, Gabrielle. Good job on that name. That's another all-name team right there. Absolutely. Chanta Fang. She, is, uh, she played from 2015 to 2018. Second all-time in singles and doubles victories. And uh, she's the best all-time doubles winning percentage. Um, so, uh, a fantastic player. And she was one who likes to grunt. Oh, yeah. When, when, she, when she would hit. And uh, we did a, a kind of this is Sports Center. Um, this is West Georgia. This is West Georgia type commercial. And it it was actually involving Mitch. Yeah. And uh and she was sitting here at one of the computers in Studios two sixty two. But she was sitting here in, at, at one of the desks and and uh we had her typing and every time she would hit the space bar she would grunt like she does when she's playing tennis. And and we had we started out the, the commercial on Mitch and he was at your desk, which is in the middle of the room. That's right. And all and all of a sudden he hears her grunt and he it startles him. He's just he's just typing uh, typing away, and it startles him. He looks over, and uh, and you you see her type you see her typing, and grunting every time she she hits the space bar, and then Coach Coleman comes in the door and says, "Hey, Gabby, you about done with that paper?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm about done. I'll be there in a second. <laughs> I remember that commercial. That was such a that, that was a fun thing, and uh, and she was a good sport with that. That was a, that, that was good. It was it was one of our favorites. Um, yeah, absolutely. And uh, next on the list, Sarah Watson, who's fifth all-time in singles wins, tied for third in doubles. And actually, um, if you look at the doubles record book as a pair, her and Sierra Brown have the most uh, wins in school history as a doubles team. And I have that pulled up, and now I can't find it. But, yeah, C- Sarah Watson, Sierra Brown, 18 wins as a doubles pair. Wow. And that's the most in school history. So, Another, I mean, fifth all-time in singles, third in doubles, and then the most with the best player in school or in the last ten years. That's another easy pick for us on the all-decade team. Correct, and she played a lot at number one. If I if I don't if I remember correctly, yeah, and that's probably why she's fifth all-time in singles wins because every time out she got the other team's best player. Yep. So, and then and then you got Shelby Brown, third all-time in in total victories with forty-five, twenty-five doubles victories, and twenty uh, singles victories. And then rounding it out, Whitney Maples played from 2013 to 2016, 37 total wins, and uh, she is fifth all-time in the uh, wins category there. Yeah, and talking about Shelby Brown, yes, that is the sister of Sierra Brown, which means that's back-to-back episodes where we've had sisters on an all-decade team. That's Because we had the Womack twins last week on cross-country. That's a very good point. That is just that's, – that's deep insight. You remember Smith Bow 7? Yeah. We give insight like no other. Right. Well, and 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 what it is, and Mitch would call it minutia. 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 I think he, he used that word a couple of yeah, episodes ago. Yeah, he 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 lo- he loves that word, and 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 so I would uh, he would call you the king of minutia. I'll take it. I've heard him say it multiple times in 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 Studio Two Sixty Two. So, sorry, I'm I, I'm I'm missing my man. He. <laughs> It's it's tough. We're we're all missing him. It, it, it's it's real tough. I know I've mentioned him several times in this episode, but it, it, it's it's just kind of it's tough to it it's tough to talk about West Georgia really without uh, without talking about Mitch. Yep. Um. So I you know I, I my apologies. Uh, I'm not apologizing for it. That's I, okay. I, I I love the guy and I and I, I hope the best for him. So before we leave the all decade tennis team again, we tell you this all the time too. We're just two guys talking about 
the all-decade team. So we, it's very possible we left somebody off that, that needs to be mentioned. If we did, let us know on social media, um, Twitter at UWG Athletics and uh, Facebook, West Georgia Wolves. Let us know if we missed anybody. You know, every week we talk about this, Jared, but the biggest gift that anybody can give is of your resources and your time. You spent your time listening to d- today to Jared and I talk about our Wolves, so you've definitely given of your time, and we're greatly appreciative of all of our listeners and fans of West Georgia Athletics. Hopefully you're a benefactor of the athletic department, and we're grateful for every penny that is given to our Wolves. If you're not and would like to be a part of the amazing things that happen here in Carrollton, there are plenty of opportunities for you to give to athletics through the University Development Office. If you like what you've heard today on episode 21 of What the How, be sure to subscribe or follow. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating or a review. And just like Cement Bow 7, your review could be read out right here on What the How because we trade five-star reviews for shout-outs, and we're not ashamed of it. No. Cement Bow 7, you're the man or women. Follow us online at uwgsports.com and on social media, Facebook, West Georgia Wolves, Twitter, at UWG Athletics, and Instagram, at UWG Sports. Thanks for listening this week. We'll be back next week. I'm Jerry Boggess. I just work here. And I'm Matt Cook, your assistant athletic director for Awesome, and you've been listening to What the How.